On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Fastly, ticker FSLY. They just reported earnings and they are down big. So on today's episode, I'm going to break it down into a few sections. The first section, we're going to take a look at pretty much all the major points from their earnings. We're going to take a look at the future growth this company is expected to make. And then later on, we're going to do a little more in-depth analysis and take a look at those numbers in their balance sheets and their cash flows and see what's really scary about this company or if there is anything scary. And finally, at the end of the episode, I am going to talk about my thoughts on the company. If I'm thinking, if I'm debating on buying, if I'm debating on selling, on holding, what what am I thinking about Fastly? And like always, guys, if you are new to my channel, if you are a long-term investor, and if you like to learn about growth stocks, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And to all my returning viewers, thank you all for the support. I truly appreciate it. Make sure to always hit the thumbs up. It helps the small channel out so much. If you guys ever want to get in contact with me, make sure to post on the YouTube comments i also have a very active twitter for all my podcast listeners and i do have a discord channel which is free to anybody and a weekly newsletter at josenaharo.com but remember all of this information is free none of this is advice i am by no means as professional so make sure to talk to a financial advisor before making any investments all of this is just my opinions All right, so like I mentioned, right, Fastly is was down 6% for the day before reporting earnings and after hours is down another 14.5%. And this is pretty crazy, right? This is um I I kind of been sounding like a broken record in my most videos. I I've been saying that I've been a little worried about the clouding stocks ever since Amazon reported earnings. And we might be like, what does Amazon have to do with with Fastly? Amazon, um, if you guys took a look at that video, I mentioned how one of the major parts of Amazon that did not meet expectations was AWS. Their e-commerce destroyed it, but AWS, which was their clouding, which was which is their clouding department, did not beat expectations. So that told me that analysts were a little too over bullish on clouding companies and right now we're seeing that with twilla we're seeing it with fastly so that's a great thing about looking at earnings in other companies it can kind of give some form of foresight uh, of how things converge right it, it doesn't mean you're going to always be 100 percent right or uh but i do believe it increases your chances of understanding how the market is doing all right, so Fastly, not counting today's after-hours drop, has a market cap of about $11 billion. So remove that 14%. This comp- this would give it tomorrow a market cap close to high nines, very low $10 billion. Um, so today we're going to see, is, is that valuation uh, understandable right now, or is it a valuation that might have been a little too ahead of itself? All right, so let's take a look at their earnings results. So Fastly, they did beat the non-GAAP earnings per share, which were two cents, and it beat by three cents. Um, they did report GAAP earnings per share of negative 14 cents, and this me- this missed expectations by seven cents. And here we can see, based on their GAAP earnings per share, that right now this is a company that is not making any money, um, any money at the moment. 
Revenue for this company was seven hundred uh, was seventy five million dollars, only seventy five million dollars, and that was up sixty two percent compared to a year ago. And it did be estimate expectations by about three three million dollars. So we can see this is definitely one of the smaller companies we normally take a look at. Um, let's just assume that that revenue is for is on a four year on a four quarter basis this company makes roughly about 2.8 uh, 280 million dollars so this has a, a a very big price to sales ratio at the moment um to say the least they did mention that total customer counts increased to 1951 and this is up from 1837 in quarter one of 2020 and this has been their largest quarterly growth since ipo so we can see they they, they got uh, about 120 new new customers this quarter alone one of the biggest news that that they did mention was that the tick that tiktok is one of their largest customers this is accounting for 12 percent of the revenue this past quarter and i can understand why something like this would cause the stock price to drop down especially with all the uncertainties happening with tiktok right with supposed talks of, of banning tiktok um, if TikTok gets banned, it will, it will reduce the amount of service that it needs from Fastly, therefore reducing the amount of revenue. And for one company being over twelve percent, over twelve percent of the uh, of the company's total revenue means that it would take a big hit. So I do believe this is one of the major reasons this company is down. There, I do believe there are other reasons that I'm going to discuss later on, but I do think this is the one that really, really takes it over the edge. All right, so next I want to take a look at historical growth that Fastly has seen in the past. So remember, this quarter, Fastly grew about 62% in revenue compared to the same time last year. In the previous quarter, it grew 38% year over year. In the quarter before that, it grew 44%. And the one before that, it grew 35%. So we can see Fastly has maintained a very healthy growth of over double digits, always being above 30%. And that to me tells me that Fastly is a very very strong growth company and we can see this quarter alone did way better than most the previous best quarter was two quarters ago where it grew about 44 percent year over year this quarter it grew 62 percent year over year another thing i wanted to take a look at is pretty much this company's historical gross margins and profit margins most of the past quarters this company has had a similar gross margins of about 56 percent you can see throughout this chart that it has increased a little bit as time progresses but one thing we don't see much improvement in is in this company's profit margins in the previous quarter the trailing 12 months profit margins were about negative 24 percent so we can see this company is still is still losing money the thing that is important that we're going to have to take a look at later on is one does it have a healthy balance sheet to be able to survive losing money for the next few quarters two how much cash flow is it is burning during this time um and mixing that with the balance sheet it can help us see hey yes this company will have enough cash to survive for some time next what i want to take a look is analyst expectation growth for for fastly the first thing i want to see is the revenue growth so for the next three for the next three years um fastly is expected to grow 24 percent annually on average this doesn't mean that every year will go 24 percent but for the next three percent on average the annual growth will be 24 percent 
This is way higher than the industry, which is 12.2%. And this is way higher than the market, which is 9.4%. When you have, when you have a revenue growth of over 20%, many people consider that a growth stock. So we can see Fastly is still going to be a growth stock for the next three years. Unfortunately, earnings are not going to be growing at that fat, at that same rate. Earnings are expected to grow only 8.3% for the next three years on annual. So again, that does that mean every year they're going to go 8.3%. Some years might be more, some years might be less, but for the next three years, that will be the average. This is way below the industry, which is expected to grow 24.7% on average per year, and the market, which is expected to be 22.6%. Another thing is Fastly for the next three years is still expected to remain unprofitable. And and that's a little little scary, right? We can see estimations for December 30th of 2022. This company is expected to make somewhere around $500 million in revenue, but still lose about $43 million a year on that. So we can see this is, at the moment, analysts do not expect this to be a, a, a profitable company anytime soon full disclosure though right now there's only three about three analysts following the company so this can change as more analysts begin to follow fastly a few things that i I wasn't gonna i I didn't think i was gonna mention in today's episode but i think this is pretty cool in their most uh whenever this was updated which was probably about a quarter ago individual insiders owned about 16 percent of the company and Arthur Bergman, who is the chair chairman of the board and is also the co-founder, is the biggest holder of Fastly. He owns about 10% of the company alone. And that to me is pretty impressive. That alone is one. Uh, it's a very, very bullish sentiment. All right. So next, what we're going to take a look at is their shareholder letter. And no, don't worry, guys. We're not going to take a look at the full letter. I've highlighted all the key important, all the information that I found pretty useful. Um, So here in the shareholder letter, uh, the first point we're going to take a look at are just some of the highlights. The first thing is, remember how I mentioned that this company grew total customer counts to about 1,951, and that's up from 1,837. Remember, this is definitely a small company, right? Customers of less than 2,000 definitely speaks volume that this is still a very, very small company. Out of that 1,951 customers, 304 are big enterprise customers and that's up from 297 uh, a quarter ago so they grew about what's that three seven new seven new enterprise customers that's the type of growth they saw in one quarter so this is another reason i believe the stock price has gone down is seeing that kind of growth in in big enterprise customers is is very i want to say very very unsatisfying i would love to see more enterprise customers especially because of the following point enterprise customers generate 88.88% of the trailing 12 months total revenue consistent with quarter 1 and of 2020 so right out of that 300 they have over 1951 customers 304 of those customers make up 88% of total revenue and that only went on that customer count only went up about seven compared to same time last quarter so we can see this is definitely one of the i want to say one of another thing that led customers to to seeing something that they might have they might have expected bigger growth so it did not meet investors expectations 
Gap gross margins were about 60 percent for the quarter, um, and this was up from fifty five percent of quarter two of twenty nineteen. So they are getting better with their margins, which is a great thing. And that normally tends to happen with software stocks or anything with a with a software as a service basis. Once they have the main product. And once they keep increasing the revenues, that gross margins also increases because the overall total cost of that of that product is not going to increase. Right now, this company is, like I mentioned, is 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 losing about fourteen million dollars a quarter. Um, that's what it lost this quarter compared to twelve million dollars a year ago. Right? That's that does not seem like a lot of money. Um, and then we're in a bit. We're going to take a look at how much money they're burning from their cash flow. Uh, one great news to investor is that they are raising their full year guidance for 2020. All right. And this to me was a little weird, I, I guess, because of contracts. They can't really disclose any names right now. But here they mentioned three highlights of three big customers that enter them. First, as well as home as wellness at home becomes more prominent. So right now we're seeing a lot of more mobile applications kind of kind of helping people out working out from home. Um, they have seen customers built in uh, a customer from their a wellness at home um, mobile application join fastly. They have seen a streaming at home um, leading European broadcast solution choose fastly for their products. And again, uh, and also a gaming an online gaming developer for MMO online games has also chosen fastly to optimize and accelerate the in-game assets. And interactive to over 75 million of their browsers and mobile casual game customers. So we can see there are, and the great thing about this is, is showing the types of markets that Fastly can can grab. The next thing I want to take a look at is their expenses. Their expenses have gone up. Um, and again, right, numerically wise, this is one of the uh, a smaller company than we normally see. This quarter, they spent about $17 million in research and development. And this is up compared to $11 million, um, same time last year. So they are spending more money. The main reason is they increased their employee count. And they've also increased the 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 equipment they're using for new products and, and new features that they're going to work on in the in the future. They've also increased their sales and marketing expenses. And these are two, two expenses that I am happy to see go up. Many people don't like expenses going up, but these are two that, that I like to see go up. Research and development, make sure the company is always up to date with its technology. Sales and marketing is making sure that their product is known outside. So sales and marketing expenses are 25 million and they're up from 17 million same time last year. Major re- same reasons, right? They have increased headcount, personnel, and they're they're using more different they're using more methods for marketing. All right, so next uh, we're going to take a quick look at their balance sheet in a bit, but here I want to show you guys that they do mention that in their cash flow statement, they only used about 9 million dollars in the quarter for operations. So for their everyday activities, they've only burned through nine million dollars. And I'm, remember, I'm, any company that's burning, this is a growth company. So normally, growth companies you you tend to see that they are are burning money at the beginning because right now they're just trying to acquire customers. The thing that really is important with growth stocks is you have to make sure that they're not burning faster than what they have in in their bank account. And that's what we're going to take a look at. So remember that $9 million burn. 
Next thing we want to show is they did increase their full year guidance um, for the year. Previously, they were expected to make somewhere around 280 to 290 million. Now they're expected to make 290 to 300 million dollars. All right. So next, what I want to do is I wanted to take a look at this company's balance sheet. And let me see if I can zoom in for you guys a little bit. It, I don't think it really helps out right now. But the first thing I want I see is their total current assets has increased dramatically compared to December 31st of 2019, which was about six months ago, which was their end of their 2019 physical year. So we can see total current assets six months ago were about 250 million. Now they're 525 million. So you might be like, Jose, wow, they're doing a lot better. They have a lot more cash and cash equivalents. And yes, that's true. Six months ago, they had about $16 million of cash. Now they have over $257 million of cash. And they have about $126 million of marketable securities, which is probably similar levels to, to about six months ago. So we can see their, their overall their overall cash increased by about $250 million, And that's what pretty much drove this total current assets to go up. Next, their total assets. Their total assets went up by very similar value, mainly due to that to mainly due to that increase in cash and cash equivalents. So their total assets right now are sitting about six hundred million dollars compared to three hundred and twenty million uh, six months ago. So now that we see their total assets have increased a lot, there's only two ways they have, could really have increased the that amount of cash. It, it can't be through revenue, right? Because through revenue, they've only made about $70 million this year in revenue, this quarter in revenue. So it's definitely not by that. The only two things that can happen is one, they either took out a new, a new debt, some new loans, or two, they ended up doing some offering where they ended up doing some more shares and liquidizing some more shares and, and getting money through there. We can see that their total liability, total liabilities compared to um, six months ago have not changed by much. Um, six months ago, they were 63 million. Now they're 65 million. So we can see they did not increase that cash through a long-term debt. Um, so that to me is okay news, but that only means one more thing. Um, and we'll look at that in the cash flow statement. We can find that information in the cash flow statement in a bit. What I do want to say right now is this company has plenty of cash and cash equivalents to pay off its total debt, which is great news. So that means this company definitely has enough money to burn. We saw in their cash flow in their cash flow before that they were burning about nine billion, nine million dollars per quarter. Um, so let's say uh, in a year, that's about a, a little over a little over thirty five. Would it be thirty five million? So let's say uh, accumulate 40, 40 million burn rate per year. So this company has enough money to survive at least five years, maybe even six, without ever making a dime. Um, and, and that's just that's just the strength of this. So it shows that this company has a very very strong um, very strong balance sheet right now. And now let's take a look at their cash flow. Here's the net cash used in operations, which was about $8.7 million. And here is the information that we did. Net cash flow provided by financial activities. They did a proceeds from following up a public offering. So in the public offering, they increased about $275 million in cash. That's where most of that cash comes from the balance sheet. Um, again, this is it's it's not a bad thing um, to build up cash, but remember at the same time this is diluting shares. Uh, so so it's it's 
it's it's bad and good things now this company definitely has enough cash to survive x like i mentioned about four to five years without making a dime if it continues with the similar burn rate as it has now um all right so that's i, I think that's all the information that i had on fastly let me actually talk about let me give my opinions on fastly at the moment so right now fastly does seem like a a, a great company it's definitely a company that we're seeing strong growth and we're seeing a product that seems to be needed by many different genres only though this company also has very strong cash it's seeing strong revenue growth um it has strong balance sheet and it's not burning as fast as many anticipated would what i do not like is we only saw a very small increase in enterprise businesses and remember enterprise businesses make up 88 percent of the trailing 12 months revenue that's a big portion uh, but re, um, so the only thing as this gets bigger and as it gets more enterprise, most of that is reoccurring revenue. So that's always the great thing about SaaS styles, revenue, reoccurring revenue type companies where they, where they, once they accumulate the customer, it's very hard for the customer, not very hard, but the customer usually does not leave and they stay within the company. Um, but yeah, it, it does seem like it's not growing as fast as people anticipated, mainly because of that enterprise. That news based on TikTok was also something to continue to drop this down. At the moment, Fastly is one that I'm not going to mind buying more into. Again, if you guys are new to my channel, I, I dollar cost average almost every of my positions. So it's not like I go and buy a big position at once. It always depends on the type of investor you are. For me, I, I dollar cost average every week. I put a, a few six, four, five hundred dollars in my account per week, and I divide that amongst different shares. Fast, this one fastly is one I am definitely going to keep adding onto little bit by little and adding to this position. I think after this nice sell-off, it, it definitely gives a nice buying opportunity. Regardless, fastly has been it is has been a double bagger for me already it's been a double bagger for me um so my price point is bought off really low so i'm gonna mess up that that original price point for my stock and i don't mind this company does seem like it's gonna continue to grow and it does seem like it's in a product that right now has the moment to accelerate due to the overall market so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode like always make sure to hit the thumbs up take care guys have a good night and see you next time